Hello everybody, my name is Michael and welcome back to Last the First. is here and I'm back after a hiatus of about a month started a new job so it's been pretty crazy and hectic but I'm looking forward to getting started with the new year on a positive route uh, on a positive note I mean and I've got lots of things planned for the year getting super excited for the upcoming season so I figured I would start with some way too early 2024 predictions uh, long before uh, any type of testing or anything like that. So it's all for fun. Who knows what it's going to be at the end. Um, but let's get into it, shall we? So starting out, I wanted to go with the constructor standings first. And then I'll have a separate podcast with uh, my driver predictions as well. But starting with 10th place for the constructor standings, I am going with Haas. I think the Haas model is seemingly getting more and more outdated. Uh, it's really a true customer team, and it's almost impossible in today's day and age of Formula One to be competitive as a customer team. I mean, they're super reliant on Ferrari doing well, which is uh, a tough ask, generally speaking. And even if Ferrari is doing well um, and they're providing good parts to Haas, um, it still requires Haas to build other good parts that they don't get from Ferrari and really implement it all into one package. And Haas really hasn't been able to do that for several years. Um, even this year, after putting all their eggs in one basket, it seemed to not do so well for them. Um, but yeah, they're just so limited in what they can do because of all the parts that they're getting from Ferrari that I just can't see them uh, going farther than 10th. I mean, they haven't shown much of any progression, and I think they're starting to get left behind uh, in this new franchise model. Really doesn't seem to, the Haas model really doesn't seem to fit um, with getting parts from other teams as much as they do. I know like Williams and Alphatari, they certainly get points from uh, parts from their respective teams um, like Mercedes and Red Bull. However, Haas really gets the most. And yeah, I think that's going to severely limit them. But if, you know, a team like Andretti, who's hoping to get into Formula One, if they can't even get into Formula One as a full works team, um, then I don't know what Haas is doing still in Formula One because it, it seems... Uh, like the Andretti model would be a lot better for F1 in general than what Haas is doing because I don't know that they're adding too, too much um, to the sport. Uh, it's pretty rare to see a Haas uh, fan, but I guess they must have some out there. But either way, uh, back to the competitiveness of Haas, they were operating at the budget cap last year, yet they only seemed to bring one major upgrade and that upgrade did not propel them forward at all. Um, they didn't seem to understand it. They spent all their time and money on that one upgrade. It failed, and yeah, it just didn't work. So I don't have too much faith um, in them going into the 2024 season, just based on recent history. Um, I don't see what they're going to do differently this coming year to be any more competitive than 10th. And at number nine, I'm going with Saubor. Uh, Sauber, or should I call them the kick stake F1 team or now just the stake F1 team? Nobody really knows. I guess it did finally get announced that they're just the stake F1 team, uh, which is really quite the name for a Formula One team. Uh, I already miss Alfa Romeo and I'm looking forward to Audi's takeover in 2026. 
But uh, nonetheless, I think they're going to finish in ninth. I think they'll still do better than Haas, but kind of similar to Haas. They just haven't shown any type of major improvements over the past couple years. They started out with a great car in 2022 because they were under the weight limit. Um, But since then, they really haven't been able to keep up with development and just stay competitive. And I don't see much uh, changing uh, in in the coming year. Um, The kind of allure of this Audi project, I feel, is starting to dwindle down a bit, uh, not only because of Sauber's poor performance over the past few years, but also all the rumblings of Audi potentially pulling out or being behind in their development. Definitely worrying times uh, for the Sauber organization. I was really excited for Audi's incoming, uh, or for Audi to be incoming in the next few years, and with all their, you know, investment into Sauber right now. But nothing seems to be panning out so far, and I don't see much changing over the next couple of years before the regs change and before Audi takes over. But uh, you know, what we shall certainly see. In terms of the drivers, they are okay. I mean, Joe has proven himself to be a pretty decent uh, midfield driver and he definitely surprised me but Botas on the other on the other hand he's been a bit disappointing since he left Mercedes I feel like he is definitely cruising through his career kind of like Raikkonen did in the last few years but I think Botas is going to be a bit more competitive this year I think he realizes that he can't just cruise along and get contracts I think uh, he's going to try to be uh, a bit more aggressive and try to be a bit more competitive this year because he really wants in on the Audi project. So for him to get another contract extension, he's going to have to do um, quite quite well this year, I think. But generally speaking, um, I think the Sauber team is not going to do very good this year. Uh, they don't, didn't give me any confidence over the course of last year, and I'm not convinced that they'll be able to build on their concept and really make any significant game gains this year. Now is when it starts to get a little fun, starting at uh, uh, number eight for the constructor standings. I'm going with Williams. I think Williams, or should I say Albon, really punched above their weight in 2023. I think that's pretty obvious. I don't think they really had any business being seventh in the constructors championship. Uh, The team is building and making progress, but still certainly has quite a long way to go. I think the Williams will continue to punch above its weight this year, thanks to Elbon, but I think it will lose a place in the constructors compared to last uh, last year. They nearly did lose out to seventh um, last year because of AlphaTauri, and uh, I think they will lose out to that this year. But I think uh, they still will be able to beat Haas, which uh, shouldn't be too, too difficult, and even Sauber still too. Um, I think Sauber uh, will be pretty disappointing again, and I think Williams will be able to Uh, get ahead of them but the midfield was just absolutely so close last year and I think it'll be only closer this year so I can imagine these final few places in the constructors will really be decided by just a few points once again you know if one team has a good uh, race weekend and scores a big haul that could be uh, really the deciding factor for the entire season I think it's going to be tough as well for Williams uh, since they signed Logan Sargent again. He obviously did not perform super well last year, and I don't think anything is going to be different this year. So I think he's really going to be holding the team back uh, from scoring uh, higher in the Constructors' Championship. I think Albon is really going to be um, carrying the team again, having the weight of the team on his back, trying to score as many points. You know, we'll see where he winds up in 25 and beyond, if he will continue with Williams or if he'll be able to get 
a bigger seat, but uh, it's definitely definitely exciting to see what's going to happen. I think next year's driver's market is going to be a bit spicier as compared to this year. Now, for 7th in the Constructors Championship, I'm going with Alpine. Yes, I have next to zero faith in Alpine. I think the only other team that I have less faith in is Haas and then probably Ferrari after that, but I still think Ferrari is going to do better this year. Uh, but yeah, I mean, what can you say about Alpine? They're still going through multiple personnel changes and Renault aren't letting the F1 team get on with things as they should. Um, the whole organization just seems in shambles and I don't see why it won't get sold in the next couple of years here uh, just because I don't think they're a very serious outfit in Formula One. I don't think the way they're handling things will ever let them be competitive enough. Even with having the great personnel that they do have, I think it's a tough ask uh, for Alpine to do any better just with how limited they are with all the changes in personnel and how uh, the constraints that Renault places on them with just not letting them get along with things. They just want to see these quick turnarounds, even though it takes many, many years in Formula One to uh, get up the order and I think they're going to continue to go backwards because of all that um, I think both of their drivers are honestly pretty overrated and I don't think either of the drivers are going to carry that team on their shoulders neither one is really standing out as the team leader even though Ocon probably should have been because he got that big contract and he's been in there for years but neither team seems like that franchise leader like the Verstappens, the Leclercs, the Hamiltons of the world. Um, I don't think they, they quite have the, the best driver lineup, but it is a, a good, steady pair of hands there. Um, you know, it's always funny. I feel like the two drivers at Alpine are just complete opposites. They're like the same driver, but they perform opposite to each other. If one driver has a good weekend, then the other has a poor weekend and vice versa. I think all that lack, uh, I think the lack of consistency is really going to hurt Alpine along with just their inability to uh, create a really good race team these days, I think is going to hurt them. And I think that's why they'll be seventh in the constructors. For sixth in the constructor standings, I'm going with AlphaTauri. I think this is a case of more Red Bull parts equals faster car. And with AlphaTauri getting more and more parts from Red Bull in the following year here, uh, I think it's only going to help them. I don't think it's going to make them a title challenging or podium challenging car by any stretch of the imagination. But I think it's really going to propel them ahead of things because they'll take the great parts from Red Bull and then they'll build off of that. And I think they're going to be pretty competitive this year. I think it's going to make a difference this year as well, having two competitive drivers. Um, I think Ricardo is going to be able to bet himself in a bit more this year now that he'll have kind of the full season uh, to get through things and hopefully he won't have any injuries. Uh, otherwise, the second half of last season could have looked a little differently. Um, unfortunately, Ricardo just never got the opportunity to really settle in and, and get focused on, on the car because he got in for a couple races, had the injury for quite some time, and then got back in. Um, but yeah, I think Ricardo's going to have a pretty good this uh, year this year. I think he's going to outperform Yuki and really lead the team. I don't think he's going to quite be at his Red Bull days, um, that level of performance, but I think he is going to do... Uh, a really solid season. And I think Yuki is going to perform well, but I think he's going to continue to make unnecessary mistakes like he does, uh, most notably at Mexico. That pretty much single-handedly lost them the Constructors' standings, or uh, lost them seventh in the Constructors. But, 
yeah, I think Yuki will continue to cause problems again this year. Otherwise, maybe they could fight even a little higher up uh, if the parts uh, from Red Bull that they're getting are are really going to make that much of a difference. But I think that's a bit of a tall ask. At the very least, I think having two competitive drivers as compared to like Yuki and DeVries at the beginning of last season will make for a big difference regardless because... Even if Yuki beats Ricardo, I think they're still going to be able to score some uh, solid points every weekend or every other weekend, you know, more consistently than uh, DeVries ever was able to. So I think they're going to get a solid six in the championship and kind of start punching um, a little above their weight like they used to. Okay, so here's where it gets even more interesting. My prediction for fifth in the constructor standing is going to be Aston Martin. Aston Martin certainly has a great deal of potential. They showed that last year, having uh, quite often the second fastest car, especially at the beginning of the year. But they only just moved into their new facility midway through last year. Their new wind tunnel uh, is not up and running yet, and they're still even hiring for new personnel. So I don't think they're quite ready to be challenging up at the front, and I think 2023 was a clear example of that. They struggled uh, to hold their advantage over their competitors. Their in-season development was not good. <laughs> That's why they somehow managed to lose fourth in the constructors uh, to McLaren after McLaren spent a good third of the year uh, in no man's land. So it's tough to, I guess, think that Aston is going to make another big step over the winter um, like they did last year and that the other teams aren't going to uh, make a bigger step or, or continue to be ahead of them. I think that's a bit of a tall ask, but I still think they're going to be performing really well. I think it's going to be so close this year, even more so than next, that you know it's very easy to slip from third to fourth to fifth to sixth in the constructors um if you're you know just have a few off weekends so i think um alonzo you know will perform at a very high level again and he's going to drag the car where it probably shouldn't be but i think once again stroll will kind of drag the team down and with his inconsistency and his poor poor performances and i think that certainly won't help them in the constructors but i think they are uh, going to be a force to be reckoned with in the coming years especially with them becoming a full works project with Honda, uh, I think in 2026, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, definitely in 2026. And, you know, if they get rid of uh, Stroll and get some uh, good drivers in there alongside Alonso or whoever is there when the Honda project comes in, then I think they'll definitely be a force to be reckoned with in the future. Now, fourth in the constructors, my prediction for it might be a bit of a surprise, to some people, and I think I'm kind of surprised myself that I'm saying it, but I really do feel that this is going to be the case. I think it's going to be Mercedes in fourth place. I feel like Mercedes has the least understanding of their car and just in general, this generation of regulations in general. I think they are just not very confident or know what they're doing. I mean, they can obviously perform, uh, create a decent car since you know they've often had the second fastest car or third fastest car, but I don't think they quite have the level of understanding in their concept or the regs to be able to make that jump, um, unfortunately. Even by the end of 2023, they were still all over the place, um, just jumping up and down with performances. And the more concerning issue was that they didn't have answers to why they did or did not perform well. Even by the end of last year, they couldn't seem to figure out why they were so competitive in the U.S. and then all of a sudden not competitive in Brazil, even though they had a 1-2 there in 2022. 
But, um, you know, even though I think they will struggle um, this coming year, they still will build a decent car. And I don't think they're going to be far off or way down the order or, you know, completely behind the top three. I think it will be very close, but I feel more confident in some of the other teams uh, like Ferrari, obviously Red Bull, McLaren. Um to be ahead of Mercedes this year. And uh, I think they just have a better understanding of their car than what Mercedes does. Um, and even if the 2024 car is in the right direction um, and they feel that they understand it and are able to maximize it, uh, or th then it'll still take time for them to maximize it. Um, it's still gonna take you know, probably several months to put some more upgrades on the car to really hone in the uh, setup and really get the maximum out of it. So we'll see. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think the Mercedes will have another go at the title realistically, I think, until the new rules reset uh, at 2026 at the earliest. But, um, you know, the 2026 rules aren't that, that far off from what we currently have. It was a bigger change from 21 to 22 than what now to 26 is going to be like so i don't know i unfortunately don't have too much faith but i hope they can get it together mostly for hamilton's sake because uh, he deserves to fight for another title before uh, his career is done and over with now for third in the constructor standings i'm going with mclaren mclaren uh, clearly have a good understanding of the car and the direction that they need to go they found obviously massive gains last year but uh, there's still plenty to go before fighting for a championship um, I was so surprised to see um, them have that massive gain. I know pretty much everybody was, but prior to that, I was not having too much faith in the McLaren project. I mean, they started off the year poorly and I feel like they were kind of in that Alpine territory the past few years where they just could never make that uh, big step. But uh, they clearly made a big step and I think uh, they have one of the best driver pairings on the grid. So they have a, a really solid chance at, at fighting for some wins and, and maybe even the championship in the next coming years here. But the car still has some very weird traits that they need to get a handle on. Um, if they can do that, then hopefully that'll help with the drivability of it and help both, both of their drivers get the maximum out of it because I feel like the car is still limiting both uh, drivers um, so they can't get the maximum out of it. But it's going to be really fun to see Piastri and Norris go at it again this year, especially now that Piastri has a full year under his belt. He's going to be a lot more confident. Um, he will have learned a ton specifically about um, the tire management, which he struggled with, and that's where Norris really uh, took control was in the races. But I think uh, the two will snatch up many podiums, maybe a win or two, um, and I think it'll be a, a good season for them. I just don't think they'll be quite at the very front fighting for a championship. For second in the Constructors' standings, I am going with Ferrari. Yes, I know it's tough to have uh, too much faith in Ferrari given the last decade or so of how they've been uh, performing but I feel like other than Red Bull they have the best understanding of their car and the direction that they need to go maybe at the beginning of the year I wouldn't have said that but towards the end um, I think they really sold me on how confident they're feeling and how they feel like they really understand the car they're making some really big changes to it uh, to the concept in general and I don't know it just feels like they have a better understanding of of the direction and the concept and what some of the other teams around them do. Um, I think, you know, McLaren's certainly getting a good understandings, uh, but I still think overall they're a bit 
more behind uh, Ferrari just um, in terms of their concept and understanding where they need to go. But I think it will be uh, quite close between those two. Um, as of recording right now, the Ferrari pair don't have new contracts, but I'm sure those two will get renewed. And I think that's only going to help the drivers be more comfortable and it's going to help them be performing well. They're not going to be stressed about the contracts. They'll have that secured. And I think they're going to want to really put on a show for the year and um, try to fight for wins and podiums and hopefully a championship to make it interesting. Um, you know, I don't quite have faith in Ferrari to build a title-challenging car, but I think they will be Red Bull's biggest competitor. And I can imagine it kind of going similar to 2022, but in like the opposite direction where I think Red Bull will really start out strong and then Ferrari will start to peel away at them a bit later in the season. But uh, I would love to see Leclerc and Verstappen battling it out again and throwing Norris there too, and it'd be really exciting. So let's see if uh, Ferrari can pull something out of the bag. Lastly, of course, I have to go with Red Bull for first winning the title again. I think it's almost impossible to bet against them. I mean, they were so dominant last year. And even by the end of the year, other teams weren't really catching up. Normally, by the end of the year, other teams will have made some progress. And you think, oh, maybe there's some hope, like 2022 with Mercedes getting a 1-2 in Brazil and you know Ferrari still being pretty high up there as well. But this year, I feel like Red Bull's advantage only increased throughout the year when they weren't exactly developing and the other teams were trying to develop their cars and, and make progress. So I think that's definitely a scary proposition there especially with red bull having aero restrictions and limited on the budget cap uh because they're overspending in 21 um you know they barely did any developments throughout the year so with full uh aero capabilities and and the full budget i think it's scary to see what they will do this year at the very least, it's almost impossible for them to be more dominant than 2023 since they won all but uh, one race and were nearly perfect. So that's uh, the bright side at least. But key word is that uh, it's almost impossible. So can't wait for them to win every single race this year. But regardless, I think uh, they will win both uh, titles fairly easily, but I don't think it will be nearly as dominant as it was last year. Um, I think other teams will pick up more wins and more podiums this year and uh, like I mentioned before I think Red Bull is going to be very strong to start this season out because they still do have that massive advantage but uh, they have been speaking on some diminishing returns so I can imagine throughout the year the other teams are going to start to catch up more as Red Bull starts to hit more of a ceiling um, in these regulations. Uh, but we can only hope for a title challenge uh, to Red Bull just for the sake of the sport and for the interest of it. Let's hope and uh, see what happens. Lastly, I wanted to give one bold prediction for the Constructors uh, Championship for the teams in general. And my prediction is that four different teams will win a race throughout the year. I hope that is the case. Um, I think that would make for quite the fun uh, season. Uh, but... Yeah, I think, I think it's going to be really close this year, uh, even though there will be one particular team uh, that does wind up on top pretty handedly. I think uh, it will uh, change up a little bit more this year, and there will be a few different teams winning because I think it will be so close. So let me know what you guys think. Regardless, I am looking forward to the 2024 season. It's always probably the most exciting time of the year. Uh, the cars aren't on track yet. We don't know what the competitive order is going to be like. 
you never know. One team could do a massive leap like McLaren and surpass Red Bull, or maybe for some reason Red Bull could fumble the bag or just not get as much performance as they wanted. You never do know in sports. So uh, until we see the final pecking order in Bahrain, I will be excited and I will see how uh, true or not true my predictions uh, end up being. Either way, uh, look out for more content from me. I'll be bringing you the driver predictions here shortly as well. And let me know what your predictions are as well. Either way, I'll see you guys in the next one.